What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics the top sales and marketing leaders are using to create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, how do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question, and this show is the answer. Welcome, everybody, to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom show. I have two very special guests today. I have Sean Finder, who is the general manager of sales at AutoClose, now with VanillaSoft, and Ali Whitfield, who is leading up the charge in terms of product and marketing and partnerships for AutoClose. Gentlemen, super happy to have you on today. Welcome. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah, so we got, we're going international today. We got... We got the UK represented with with Ali, right? We're you know, so we, we got that smart guy with the English accent, and then we got Sean. So we got we got Canada represented too, our our, our neighbors from the north. So so gentlemen, give everybody a little bit of a background about you and kind of how you got to this point. And maybe Sean, we start with you, and then Ali, I'd love to hear your story as well. Um, just about you know who you are, what's your superhero origin story, and then kind of what you're working on today. Perfect. So uh, my name is Sean Finder. Uh, started out years ago as a semi-professional tennis player. Tennis player gone, entrepreneur. Um, started my first business in 2014, which was a data business called Exchange Leads, um, which was similar to the old Jigsaw, um, which was acquired by Salesforce. Um, parlayed that business into AutoClose in 2017, um, which was uh, sales engagement platform that used the database that we built in 2014. And then uh, just about uh, seven months ago, we got acquired by VanillaSoft. So grew AutoClose um, from zero to seven figures in about 18 months um, and then got acquired recently. And uh, and now I'm managing up the team here and the sales team here at uh, AutoClose on, as the product line of VanillaSoft. Nice. That's awesome. Um, how about you, Ali? What's, what's your backstory? Okay, well, a marketer of many years feels like many, many more than it is. But um, I left school on a Thursday, had Friday off. Monday, I started marketing. Uh, couldn't wait to get out of school and uh, spent eight years or so doing that. Jumped into the SaaS world where I'm now with Vanillasoft and AutoClose. We're doing uh, product marketing. We're doing partnerships. We're doing webinars, podcasts. Uh, you name it, we're, we're trying it. We're giving it a go. So uh, I'm, I'm tasked with figure it out. That's the uh, that's the cool bit about my job. Lots of thinking, lots of trying. Awesome. So we get we got the best of both worlds. We got the entrepreneur, we got the marketing engine. So excited to get deep. So so Sean, let's let's start with you, man. And I love your your background. You guys are very succinct, so I love it. So <laughs> so Sean, man, how how do we get to zero to seven figures in eighteen months? What'd you do? How'd you make it a reality? Well, there's a few things uh, I did. Bootstrap was one. Keep it bootstrap and keep it very lean. Um, I always, uh, one of the biggest things that I always learned through my many businesses was, um, and I always live with this model goes hire quick, but fire quicker. So when you're building out a platform, you want to scale really quick. If the person's not the right person for your company, don't say to yourself, they're going to get better. They're going to get better and wait three to six months and realize it's not going to change. Hire the best people and build that team culture. And those people are the ones that will help you scale your business. So they're the ones that will get you from zero to 1 million, from 1 million to 5 million. You won't be able to do it alone, um, but you need to make sure you invest in the right people and continue to grow those right people um, to be successful. 
So, so, and I, I think that's, that's awesome advice for anybody who's trying to get there. So who was your first key hire? So my first key hire, um, so I was lucky. My partners were, you know, I was more the sales marketing business development guy. And my partner was more the tech developer coding guy. Um, my first hire was um, a sales guy, um, a VP of sales who kind of ran the sales team and did demos. And it was because we had so many people that wanted demos early on that I was sitting in a boardroom doing 12 demos a day. I'm like, I need more, I need more help. Um, but that's not to say, you know, it should have been my first tire. Um, I still, one thing we talked about recently was um, it's tough to decide if a salesperson should be your first hire or a CSM because we had all these clients being onboarded and trained and getting on the platform, but nobody to really give them that white glove approach when they're mm-hmm. using the platform. So what I think is, um, you know, a mixture of a salesperson, but also somebody that can really do customer success and really make sure that your your first 5, 10, 15, 20 clients are using the product correctly and not just using the product. Okay. That makes the total makes sense. And I, I can see that. And it's so funny because what you're saying that, you know, starting with that, that CSM role or it. <laughs> I see companies that are 5 million, 6 million, 7 million in revenue and don't have a single CSM. Yep. And like, you know, I mean, there's two major issues with that, right? One is like, you got customer, you got churn, more churn or more companies leaving. And this isn't just SaaS. This is any kind of company. Like um, you could be custom software, it could be SaaS, it could be any managed service, anything that that's, um, you know, higher end. And at the same time, you're missing out on a lot of revenue growth. So, so that's, that's what you did. How, what was the exact specific tactical mechanics you did from a, a sales perspective to drive those demos and to drive that, you know, drive the interest early on and then convert? So that was, that's a great question. And I love telling the story. So what I did, and it was a strategic thing is um, six months before <clears throat> we even had a product ready, I was already building an email list. I had a landing page with just talking about what we were building. Mm-hmm. And what that did was every week it gave me the opportunity to reach out to these people that were showing interest in autoclose, but have them feel like they were building the platform with me. So through those six months before our launch, they were involved in, you know, should we do A or B? You know, which feature would you prioritize, A, B, or C? So when actually launch day happened, I think we had over, over well over 500 demos booked. And this was only me at the time. Wow. Um, which is why I had to hire somebody. And it was all because we built the list months before we even launched and then had people feel like, wow, I, I feel like I've built this house from the ground up and now I want to actually see what the house looks like inside. So we had so many people that were interested. Um, and that's why we went from one to two to three salespeople. Literally, I think I remember it was during Christmas, I was calling a friend of mine who had no clue about software and being like, hey man, I got to teach you how to do a demo because I got 500 people that want demos and I've booked a meeting and told them someone's going to be there. So I literally had two, three people in a boardroom doing demos that weren't even working for me. They were doing it in taking vacation days at their regular job just to do the demos because they needed to help me out early on. That's, that's an awesome. I love that story. Um, and that, it, so, so it sounds like you did a big in pub, a bit build in public to your email list. Is that right? Like with your solution or kind of that concept? Yes. Yeah, so so we, we already had an email list with our solution. We were building only, you know, through our communities, through our networks, through Facebook groups. And we were just talking about what we're building. We we're talking about like, you know, we're 30% done. This is how it looks so far. We give like a quick 30 second video of how it looks. So the whole goal of it was all to make people feel like they weren't buying a solution. They were investing in our product. Mm. 
Okay. And then to take it one step back, how did you build that email list up? What was the, the primary way? Was it organic? Was it paid ads? I know you said groups, you mentioned groups. What, yeah. what did you see work the best? Zero paid ads. I never, never had success with PPC and paid ads. We grew it organic. We, we did it through um, just some webinars, some talks. We reached out and did a, a book with 27 of the top influencers in sales. And we built relationship with those 27 people. So when we actually started getting closer, they were promoting the book. But at the same time, when I posted something on LinkedIn, they would share it and people would read it and follow it. So it was all through um, word of mouth, through people I knew and, um, you know, using, using articles and obviously the number one tool for social using LinkedIn. That's awesome. I love that, man. It's uh, a lot of people call that strategy, the dream 100 strategy um, from Chet Holmes. Have you guys heard that before? Yeah. 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 That's, that's fantastic. So, um, all right. So, so shifting gears now, you know, we're just talking about how uh, with marketing, how paid ads kind of suck, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll bring it over to Ali. <laughs> just, just kidding, Ali. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. What so, a way to thought. <laughs> so, I'm totally busting your chops. So sprinkle sprinkle some marketing ninja magic, man. Um, can you give some insights on on you know what you've seen work really well? And I, you know, Sean was just bagging on on paid ads a little bit, and I was kind of bagging on it on the other show, but um, but they're good, you know, right? If you you work them correctly, and there's a lot of ways. So what are you seeing work really well in the the B2B? SaaS space or the B2B marketing space that, that is working exceptionally well? Well, I mean, it's it's hard to give a straight answer, but probably the best thing we have done in the past few months, probably since uh, when did I join? October. So my first day here was the acquisition day, kind of a baptism of fire, if you want to call it something. But the, the first project was, okay, we, we need a bit more brand for close this company. Uh, we're quite smaller and we need to grow on that. So the first thing was, credit to Sean, let's get a podcast. And, you know, definitely the most original idea ever, never been done before. There's not <laughs> 10,000 podcasts, but um, in our space, there's not actually that many. So that was the first thing we did. Uh, we planned it. We tried to keep it as lean as possible. We use Zoom just like we're doing right now. Uh, it's an Excel spreadsheet. I track the guests on as lean as possible, free software to run it. And we just gave it a go. So we started off with, you know, stuff like what's the name and, and so on. But the main point was, it's not just going to be like, the sales names that we all know, the the book authors, the trainers, and so on. No disrespect to them at all. They get around quite a lot on the different shows and, and webinars and things like that. I would like our audience to be educated by different types of markets, different types of companies, different business models. I don't know how media works, for example. So I have uh, Dexerto, which is like a gaming um, news media update kind of site. Uh, the CEO of that coming on. We have software companies coming on. We have outsource hiring companies coming on. Uh, basically, the idea is our, our brand is th- these people help me learn stuff about how to do my business better and how to grow it. Because that's ultimately what our tool does. It was just born backwards from, okay, well, how do we do it? It's what medium do we pick? We're picking a podcast because we want to do that. And then who do we get on? And regardless of if they share it, stuff like that, how many views it has, whatever else, that, that's all sort of meaningless. Of course, it's important, but mainly it was born from that. That's probably the best thing that we have done in a few months. Excellent, man. I love it. Yeah. And I, I love the title of your show. I kind of, I kind of think the title of my show sucks right now. Like I, I might literally do a relaunch because I created it. Like I was telling you guys before I changed my focus and started working with business owners. So, um, so I, I love the title of yours. Um, I think that's great. But, but you know what? Just break it because 
our, our show is called the Zero to Five Million Podcast. Last week we had someone whose company is valued four hundred million. Just break it. <laughs> Who cares? Upload ten times a week if you want. Then the next week do three. Whatever you want. No one's going to cry. <laughs> That's a good point, man. I, I love that. Um, so, so what would you say, um, what are you, what are you doing for podcast growth then if that's, you know, one of your primary vehicles for brand? It's just repetition really. Um, so the launch, we did an episode a day, obviously for a week. So we ended up doing five. And of course, before that we did a two, three minute, like, what is this going to be? Who's going to come on? Why would you care? That type of thing. So that at least it's out there on Apple and it's on Spotify and all those places. So it's findable. It's not day one. Oh God, it's not online. And then we go, okay, Monday, we've got this headline guest, Tuesday headline, Wednesday headline, Thursday headline, Friday headline. Probably everyone on my LinkedIn feed is sick to death of me, but they know about my podcast. They know Sean and me are doing this. And then from there, we went to two a week. So Tuesday and Thursday, uh, we do an email blast once a week where we pick the best one or the one most relevant for our audience. Every time we cut a little clip, post it on our socials, our, our Facebook groups, our LinkedIn profiles, Twitters, whatever else, Instagrams, all of our company brand profiles got behind it and start posting that. Uh, and then probably the, the biggest thing, I expect about a 50% hit mark if I send all of the stuff to the guest, which I do every time, will they share it or not? Probably half the time they do. That's when I get their audience. So if I get a big guest like last week we had, Sangram at Terminus, if he shares it, he's got a freaking huge network. Great, eyeballs. If he doesn't share it, not a problem. We still got to work with him. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I love those those principles. So, um, and I know we're getting close on time. I guess um, you know if what I would ask both of you guys and, and look at this through the lens of, let's say a, um, you know, you want to you scale fast. You have limited resources. You are have a higher ticket solution, right? Let's say it's um, more in the range of forty thousand uh, dollars plus, right? What what's what's the top three to five things that you would do to grow that revenue for that specific scenario? Well, I'll, I'll jump in first. I mean, you know, if if, if you want to grow in that specific scenario, I would say one thing is you have to double down on what works. Mm-hmm. Um, so find out what works. If it's content writing, if it's a LinkedIn strategy, if it's a Facebook strategy, if it's cold email, etc. Um, build lean. You know, and by building lean, I would say, you know, wear many hats. You're not going to be able to scale by just, if you're in sales, by just doing sales. I remember when we really were scaling, I had a, uh, an anonymous name and support and I was Jeffrey Finder. There's no Jeffrey Finder in the world, but I was Jeffrey Finder, not Sean Finder. So answering support calls. So I would say double down on things that work, build something very lean and wear many hats. Doesn't mean you have to work 18 hour days, but you have to be productive when you are working. Oh, that's I think that's that's great feedback. How about you, Ali? What would be your recommendation? I got the short short straw here, didn't I? Going after that, damn. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, going off the water. So I would go for brand as early as you could, yep. personal or company or both. Does not mean you have to do SEO or blogs or whatever. It's pick the one that is going to be relevant. Uh, we've talked to many people that don't even touch SEO because it's nothing to do with how their buyers buy. So. Uh, building that makes every sale a little bit easier. And on the flip side, I would be an absolute sponge on learning everything called outreach, whether that's email, LinkedIn, phone, direct mail, whatever channel you think is going to work best. 
at least become very proficient as soon as you possibly can. Get to expert as soon as you possibly can. Easier said than done, but if if it's bigger ticket, that's that's a must, I think. Okay, that that's a great segue, man. I love that. So this, this brings me to a, a hot seat question, which I didn't even prep you guys on. So, uh, um, outbound, inbound, outbound or inbound, and why? Both bound. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm an outbound guy. You're an outbound guy. So. So, Ali, how do you execute on that when you're lean then with both? Very, very good calendar discipline. That's all I've got. <laughs> See, a lot, of, a lot of folks are now talking. They're like, and of course, it's more the marketing-based folks. But no, no offense, Ali. It's, it's kind of like I got the yin and the yang on this. I got more of the sales guy approach. I mean, you got marketing, Sean, but then I got the hardcore marketer, Ali, so I love that. But a lot of folks are just like content, content, content. That's the most important thing. That's, yeah. most, important thing. That's the most important thing. So. Um, would you recommend for someone in that situation to hire a content writer at all or no? A hundred percent. I would. I think content was one of the real, it's not a short term play, but long term um, content and SEO really, really helped us with organic traffic and stuff. Writing content uh, blogs, but also doing eBooks and different things really, really helped with our growth. Mm, okay. That's great. All right, gents. Well, I know we're just about up on our time. Where can people find you? Uh, where can they learn more about AutoClose? And then uh, we'll wrap it up. I'll go first. Uh, you can find me on, well, best place is LinkedIn. Um, Sean Finder on LinkedIn. Or you can email me if you have any questions. Uh, Sean, S-H-A-W-N at AutoClose.com. And that's AutoClose with a K. Um, but those two ways are probably the best way to, uh, to get a hold of me. And I'm lucky to have a strange name. So if you Google or your LinkedIn, Ollie Whitfield, there's probably only one. Could be me. That's where most people find me. <laughs> All right. Well, it was awesome having both of you on today. Uh, learned a lot and it's always a pleasure. So thank you for being on the show and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks so much, Ryan. Thanks, thank you for spending the time with me today. I know that time is one of the most valuable resources, so I truly honor and appreciate you coming along this journey with me. One of the things that I wanna ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on, please share this episode with them. If you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom, it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey. In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.